Welcome to another episode of the Cheerful Soundman Podcast. It's a show for event professionals about the adventures of producing stellar events with a smile. Today, we're talking all about breaking into the event production industry. What should you do if that's your goal? How do you get started? What are some things to remember? Eric and John offer their thoughts on all of this. So before we dive in, remember to follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Cheerful Soundman. All right, here we go. As Real Vim Fish once said, don't start a band. Just going to keep going back to that. Yeah. Just don't do it. Don't start a band. Just don't start a band. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll speak more to like people trying to break into the industry than trying to start a company, so to speak. Uh, you know, and what I was kind of referring to is uh, I do have, we, we've been getting a lot of inquiries lately on people, um, you know, basically wanting to learn the field, learn about, you know, become a stagehand or an audio engineer or a lighting designer or what have you. And um, I think the biggest things are be available and be open-minded. And at first, until you build your resume and your skill set, you know, be willing to work for very little. Um, I've seen, I see a lot of chirping online about like, oh, a real stagehand rate should be $40 an hour and this and that. And it's like, well, yes, if it's a union gig at a union hall and you have, and you're a union caliber hand that has his own tools and is ready to get, you know, and can climb and has his own hard hat, all these different things. But, um, you know, new folks in the industry should not be expecting anything like that. They should be expecting $20 an hour max um, to come out and, you know, especially, you know, and obviously the less for the less you know, because um, that means we spend more time training you and teaching you and having to stop versus somebody who's a little further along can garner a little bit more money because they can, you know, we can just say, hey, we're doing this, this, and this, and basically they take off and run with it and get it done. So. That's one thing is kind of knowing where you're at and being self-aware of where you're at in your in your journey and in your skill set. Um, and then the other one is just really, I think, a lot of YouTube. Yeah. Truthfully. YouTube you. Yeah. So a lot of watching videos, studying stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's some good services too. Like uh, there's MXU is a um, like a subscription service. I think it's ten to twenty dollars a month. It's not even a lot. And they have like a catalog of, you know, a group of professionals that have a catalog of what, you know, so here's how you do a live stream setup. Here's how you, you know, different console trainings, different things like that. Yeah, there's enough stuff online, enough resources online that you can actually be competent at a console, be competent at software, at least to just get your feet wet and just get started working. And then you'll start mastering uh, your craft as, as you learn and, and talk to other professionals and learn the tricks and the shortcuts but there's enough stuff online, so if somebody really wants to do it, they can just go online and get started. Yeah, at least on the like prerequisite knowledge, you know? So, mm -hmm. and it's, uh, so actually we have Erica who just started with us. She is a lighting designer, but she's used to uh, ETC because she's done everything in theater so far, and that's <coughs> kind of the big dominant uh, brand of console. And it's, it's kind of like, I would describe it like Windows versus Mac. Like if you can, if you can use one, you can use the other, but it takes you longer to find stuff and it might be a little clunkier, mm -hmm. you know, depending on what you're used to or Android versus iPhone or what have you. So there's some adjustment period. And we, most of our consoles, we use Onyx. Sometimes we use MA, um, but most of our house consoles are Onyx software, which is a little different. Again, the syntax is a little different, uh, but she was able, she asked, she said, I think I found the software is free online. I said, mm -hmm. yeah, it absolutely is. You can't, obviously you don't have a bunch of 
uh, lights in your house to actually you know, see that, but you can actually set it up, learn it, patch it, do all those things just free on the software from home or a demo version sometimes mm -hmm. available for things. So sometimes it's just studying that way by some of those hands-on things. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Cheerful Soundman podcast. If you like the show, it'd be great if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. That would make our day. Don't forget again to follow us on Instagram at The Cheerful Soundman. And we're so glad you tuned in. We really hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully you got a little something out of it too. Can't wait until the next episode drops. So stay tuned. And until then, don't suck and don't be a jerk. <laughs>